Yeah. Hi, Wendy. I'm recording you. No. Just go along with it. What? I guess I'll do the spot by myself. <laughs> I had a great idea. Very creative ad. Oh, God. That was going to be an awesome ad, too. But, hey, go to golfballspodcast.com. I can't believe she hung up on me. Golfballspodcast.com. Go to the golf shop tab. You can get golf equipment, custom clubs, vice golf balls. You can get CBD. You can even get steak and lobsters. Golfballspodcast.com backslash golf shop. From the golfballspodcast.com studios, it's Golf Balls Podcast with Ben Friend. I've been following you for a while. And Chris Daniels. They're nice butt cheeks. Golf Balls Podcast, episode 35. 36. No, I think it's episode 36. Well, see, Ben is very busy today. Couldn't make it to the studio. He joins us on the golfballspodcast.com expert hotline. Ooh, I get an expert this week. I'm excited. Ben's sponsored by golfballspodcast.com. <laughs> exclusive deals, exclusive deals. How's uh, it going this week, pal? Did you play uh, Did you play golf today? I played today. I played Brad Ford. Yeah, how'd it go? I was playing lights out for six holes. Like, remember last time I was telling you, the par threes. I was hitting the par threes, landing it, sticking it, and putting for birdies. And then three putting, I did the same thing today. It was going great until the seventh hole. Everything came apart. I went eight, eight, eight to finish. Seven, eight, nine. Uh, it's always got to be a couple, one or two holes out there that'll get you. So I was solid, though. Like hitting the ball straight up in the air, having it land on the green with that gentle thud, and then not roll off the green. That happened to me again today. I don't, I don't know what that feels like, but someday I will. We'll have to play again. You'll see. Next time you're there with me, it's just going to be a, a bleep show. But when yeah. I'm by myself, like I thought I was getting another ace today. So You're thriving without the galleries. You're like the, you're like the PGA daddies. You do better without the, uh, without the galleries. That's a fact. So you're That's very busy. You, you and Jackson are going to dinner in the bean today. That's what they call it when you live in Massachusetts. You call Boston the bean. Yeah, we have a uh, we have an end of the summer family dinner we got to do down on the water. So, getting all dressed up to the nines, and we're gonna head down there and enjoy ourselves a night in Bean Town. The Bean? No, they don't call it the Bean. That. Are you going to Cheers? No, no, we're not. We're not townies. We're not going to Cheers. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So, Jackson's wearing a tuxedo, a bow tie. Yeah, I can look like a little James Bond. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. I'm wearing short. I'm wearing short jean shorts and a tank top. I'm going with a more open style. So you get the jorts. That's a good look. That's how you dress on the golf course too. I've seen that. Say, bro, oh what are you boy. Doing, bro. So okay. Well, I don't want to keep you from. You're gonna waste away to nothing. So this is a huge, huge. What do you call it? Labor Day weekend for the PGA. I don't know. So, what happened yesterday? So they had the what? What is going? Are you, are you okay? I'm okay. Yeah, I was just letting you do your thing. You're breathing. Oh, I was, I was, I was reaching for something. That's how out of shape I am. As I tuckered myself out, just reaching for my water bottle. Yikes! Do I have to call nine eleven? No, please okay. don't. Huge tour championship at FedEx East Lake. Cup. Well, it was the tour championship for the yeah okay for well, the FedEx like Cup. I like to call it the FedEx Cup because it just sounds cool. 
Well, the tour championship was the the championship is the weekend event that leads to the winning of the FedEx Cup. And so I made a fool of myself on the Instagram. I posted yesterday's. I, I showed you the leaderboard right around when they started. And I said, anybody can win. And what happened? DJ held on, man. DJ held on. Do you think DJ held on, or do you think everyone else just fell down, flat on their face? It was well, not exciting. I, I, there was no excitement at all. That's my, my big take is it was... His to lose. All he had to do is just maintain. It's really, but he's been playing lights out. It just showed. So he won by three strokes, and it just shows that playing well leading in. So he started the round. He started the weekend at minus ten. I think uh, Thomas was minus seven. Rom was in there too, and and it looks like everyone finished right where they would have with the extra strokes that they got going in. So it. It made a difference. I don't know if you'd want it to start off across the board, everybody, everybody equal. I mean, there's that there's that argument, but I didn't think it was boring. I just thought that DJ was playing so well going in that a three shot lead. You know, I, I thought that he was. He definitely had the uh, the inside track for sure. Yeah, he won fifteen. That's one five fifteen million dollars. Not a bad day's work. No, and he didn't. He doesn't. He didn't even seem like he was overly enthusiastic about it afterwards. You know, it's just it's another another trophy in his case. And you got to remember, I don't think that guys like Dustin Johnson view fifteen million dollars like you and I do. I'm not saying they don't. They don't appreciate it, and it's not a big chunk of change. But um, you know, I, I think they focus more on how it looks on the on the final sheet when they when they go to try for the Hall of Fame or the career is getting close to end. Yeah, usually when we leave the course, we're, we're tallying the number of balls we lost, the, the number of missed opportunities we had, usually. But anyway, I just, I, I just wanted more. I wanted more from the people that were, like, out of the top five. Like, there was really well, it's, good names. It's hard. It's hard when, when the top guy is starting at 10 under. You know, it kind of does... Um, I think I, you need that guy to play really terribly, and you would need somebody from the backside to to play really well for them to kind of switch spots. I do feel like if that did happen, then maybe the entire field would probably play better because they'd be trying. You know, they would see it, um, see someone making a move. I thought this week, the only time that I saw guys making a move is when it was a couple guys at a time. You know, there seemed to be a momentum when. Xander Shoffley was playing well, and there was a little moment, I think, there where JT was playing well, and Morikawa was playing well on the third day. He didn't play super great on the last day, but, you know, when you when you go five under, you know, on the final day, like Scotty Scheffler did, and you still finish, I don't know, fifth or, fifth or sixth, you know, that's it's kind of a hard pill to swallow, but it just, it just means next time, next year, you have to play a little bit better the weeks going in, I guess, and try and get one of those top three spots to really have a shot at it. There's been a lot of talk about DJ's training regimen and his diet. I don't know if you've heard, but DJ eats grilled chicken, broccoli, and brown rice every day. He wakes up at the same time every day. He has a very strict training regimen. Like other golfers, we have a training regimen. Did you hear this? You, if you watched it yesterday at all, that's all he talked about. Every time they saw him, it's like they had index cards and they were going through them, like three cards. 
talk about this, well, I, this. Then they get back. Oh, he has he has uh, grilled chicken every day for lunch. He's up at he's in the gym every day at seven. I'm like, oh my, could you? Uh, there was nobody else to talk but, about. No, I think they focused. They if if he had if if he had started sliding by day three, they would have had to come up with something else. But he made it pretty easy being the guy going in. The guy after day one, the guy after day two, the guy after day three. He didn't. There was nobody. Nobody pushed him. He just. He just had to play his game the way he has been playing. He's been playing really well. I'm not talking about when he fell down the stairs before the Masters. <laughs> what, what, what was that all about? No, no, no. I don't know. No, see, there's always an excuse for him. And this time he did. The, he, he was very careful. He used the hand railing. Maybe someone locked him in his room so he didn't do anything crazy the night before. You know, don't screw this up. But well, those those three shots made it made the difference. The three shots going in, starting out at, at ten under, and everyone else after that. You know that just goes to show he got hot at the right time. I think every golfer or most golfers get hot at one point during the year, and his just happened to line up now. And now you can pinpoint what had happened for him yesterday. It was a time. Shoffley was coming right up behind him. JT was making his move, and there was, I think it was on seven. 16, 17, or 18, somewhere in there. And um, they both made bad tee shots. But then you could see, I don't know, would you, th- would you say that DJ showed that he's in the upper echelon of talent compared to all those other people that were in it with him? Because all of a sudden, he came and recovered from a horrible shot. And Shoffley's back there. Uh, hitting things kind of, you know, more pedestrian. The first I thing think, I thought of was maybe that's DJ being next level and the other guys can't keep up. He just, he has another, what do you call it, another gear that they don't have. That's kind of what I thought at the end of yesterday, like the last three holes, when they were catching up to him and it was and he had a really bad shot. You're like, oh, this is going to get interesting. We could go to a playoff. If, this, if the other guys can take advantage of his mistake and he walked up to the ball and there was no more mistakes after that. It was like... And those other guys couldn't do it. I think that's what we saw. Yeah, and I think I think he I think he played a little bit better knowing that he only had he only had to perform for three more holes, you know, and he had that little cushion. Had it been everybody at, you know, sixteen under going in, maybe he might have been a little bit tighter, but I think he just he knew he knew that he was the guy. He knew he played he played like he was the guy all weekend. He didn't there wasn't a terrible hole really here or there. He just maintained, maintained, and maintained. And right now he's the guy to beat, man. Everybody, guys seem to come and go, you know. And McElroy had uh, had the baby over the weekend, so he was a little, or before the weekend, so he was a little out of it. But when he's on, he's right up there with the rest of them. So it's it's a good group of talent. I think I think they finished accordingly. Now it's a quick turnaround before the uh, the U.S. Open and a couple other big tournaments coming up. And uh, give us stuff to talk about. Weird, weird. Yeah, stuff to talk about. Exactly. So, so do, I do, thought it was good. Yeah, I, I, do. I think I think DJ played played like everybody's expecting him, been expecting him to play. And then once he comes back down to earth a little bit, people will jump back off the bandwagon. There'll be somebody else, and that's just the way golf goes sometimes. So, so right now a, it's the DJ show. There's a video out there of DJ after he finishes, and he's on the cell phone, like on a, um, what do you call it, a FaceTime call with his kids. And he's, he's going to pick up the check, okay? This is a big check he's going to pick up. And all the kids, they ask him, did you win the trophy? 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, that's yeah, all they know, man. The trophy's what matters. Great video. You should find it. It has to be out there on YouTube or on the PGA site. So, Ben, do you need help tying your tie for dinner tonight? No, no tie tonight. I got a, uh, I got a nice shirt with flowers on it. Maybe I'll throw something up on the Instagram so everybody can take a gander. But uh, Always looking good, dude. That's, that's, that's yeah. a Ben Friend game. Always look good. Always got to try and look good on the outside. Okay. Mask what's on the inside. So, so but that's it for me. I, I got to get going. Uh, this has been a lot of fun. Episode 36. 36. 36 streaks. Salad Sweet. fork on the, on the outside. Start on the outside. Work your way in. You'll be fine. That's it. That's all you got to do. All right. And join Beantown. All right, my man. Thanks for calling. And uh, I'll be in touch with you soon. Yeah. All right, man. Golf Later, Boss buddy. Podcast, episode 36. Ben Friend on his way to dinner with the Jackson Man. We'll talk to you soon. Later. Do not put that Band-Aid anywhere near my coffee cup. Golfballspodcast.com.